The biggest story that I kept sending to you and sending to you all week, and we never did it, was that there's this person. I don't really, I'm not too familiar with her, although I do follow her on Instagram. Bella Thorne? Yeah. She was a Disney or Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, something. Actress? Actress, yeah. Yeah. And she is now like just like a model and an Instagram celebrity and whatever. And so she launched an OnlyFans and she made history or whatever you would say. She broke all the records by getting a million dollars in a single day on her OnlyFans. Wow. And then two million dollars in a week. That is incredible. Well, I guess she ha- already has, you know, millions of followers, right? Yeah. So Just hungry and thirsty for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for her for taking advantage of that. Yeah. Um, I know that there are a lot of, like, sex workers who have turned to OnlyFans as a way to get money. Oh, like during the pandemic? During the pandemic. It's yeah. been really popular. And right. also, like like strippers and uh, other people who are kind of involved in, in, sex, in sex work. And I've, I've noticed that there is some frustration around it because it kind of like, it seemed like it was just a joke only for, her, for her and right. like for, our, you know, celebrities to be like, I'm just going to get an OnlyFans account, but mm. this is like a way that people actually make money and this is their, you know, career. This is like what they do, their job. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I feel like there is a lot of frustration around that and I can totally understand that being really frustrated, being like this person just walks in here, makes millions of dollars, but that person has also created their own career and their own platform. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want with that and it doesn't really affect you as yep. long as they're not taking people from you, you know? And, you know, and here's how I feel about it is like, uh, well, vote with your dollars. Mm-hmm. Vote with, that's all you can do. I, I have subscribed to a couple of OnlyFans accounts, I will admit to you right now, mm-hmm. because I found it to be, I have this one person who I follow on Instagram and she's always posting these like insane thirst traps and then she's, you know, attached to that. They're not just thirst traps. They're money traps as well because then she well, it's advertising, her OnlyFans. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to turn an Instagram following into money because, okay, that's what we're here for. It's smart. It's smart. And at the start of the pandemic, you know, she was really plugging it and she was like, support a small business, me. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to. She's like a friend of a friend. So I like kind of know her, kind of not. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like. If I'm going to put money anywhere into this industry, why not straight to this person? Because this is what is my understanding anyways. And if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, please let me know. But that OnlyFans does take out this what can be a very abusive, very toxic, very exploitative middleman out of the pornography industry. What it gives is it gives the control back to the performer or yes. to the person who is actually doing the work. Um, because, yeah, otherwise it's going to be siphoned through all these different avenues and then finally get to the the performer or the person doing the work and they're only pennies. seeing pennies of it. So yeah. they have complete control. They have complete consent over what content yeah. is put out and it's empowering, I, I think. I hope so. I hope it is empowering. And that's that's the vibe I got, certainly. And so that's why I was happy to support whatever it was, like, I don't know, eight, nine dollars, you know, for mm-hmm. a couple of mine. And like I'm not still doing it, but like that was great. And 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 but this is the thing, right? There are these big celebrity. Bella Thorne is the b- big example, but there are others too. I can't remember any right now. But yeah, that kind of take away attention. Well, guess what? I'm not going to subscribe to those. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is my way of supporting a smaller, you know, person or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say in that way. It's like this is a local person. That's the way to support them. I don't need to be paying Bella Thorne anything, but mm-hmm. for someone again that I am friends of friends with, if they can keep up a good, decent income, you know, doing this work, then I'm happy to support. How wonderful! Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm I'm into it. I'm yeah. happy. I'm I supportive. Haven't, like really explored the platform at all, but. Yeah, so I don't have too much say over what it is or, you know, the kind of format of everything. But, um, yeah, I mean, all the power to people who are doing that because, yeah, you're just having complete control over content that's put on the Internet. And if you are already doing that, then might as well get paid for it. Yeah. Because people are coming to you for that reason. So 100 percent. Right. And uh, yeah, the, all the stigma, all the shame. Go away. Go away. Go away now. Yeah. And that's yeah, I, I thought. And, of that. It's, and it's always like people too. Well, not always, but, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm, these people are like they're less than because they do this, but they're the ones consuming it. 
Oh, hell yeah. You know, I'm going to sit here and pretend that I don't consume that. No. And, you know, the like classic joke of like, oh, you must really be like a pervert or a sex addict because you paid for pornography, right? Because there's so much free pornography online. Yeah. But guess what? Yeah. If you really stop and think about that for a second and the detrimental impact that the pornography industry can have on performers, you should be paying for it because that's how you can help a little bit ensure that these people aren't being completely exploited. Yes. And and especially in that way where the money goes straight to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, here we are. After, what am I, 20 years into uh, consuming online pornography, I'm finally paying for it? Right. Am I that level of weirdo? No. No, I I think think I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right, so this week in the podcast, man, it was a a, a hard week, um, news-wise. A lot to discuss, and um, yeah, it's like not getting easier. You know, every week I'm like, oh my gosh, that week's done. Like maybe the news will get better. And then it's just like, boom, another thing, boom, another thing. Yeah. And um, hopefully we can see an end to, to all this hate pretty soon. Hey, and maybe God. with the election coming up. I mean, it's only going to rev states, things yeah. up probably even more with the election coming up. But once we get past that, let's hope that things kind of um, start to look more hopeful and optimistic. Yeah. I'm having, I'm having a hard time being are you? Uh, optimistic lately. Yeah. And I think I a lot of people are. I think that's very, very fair. And uh, yeah, and you know, this year is, God, I, I I think that we'll look back on it as being just like this pimple finally came to a really gross head yeah. and we had to live through it for this entire year. But I think that, you know, the, the suffering we're going through right now and the pain and the strife and the, everything and the depression and all that is a big popping of the pimple. You're a pimple popper, right? I mean, I've got a lot of pimples to pop. Do you pop them? I do if they need to be popped. I'm so excited when I see a pimple. I'm just like, hell yeah, I know. Dude. Every uh, wait to pop this thing because I don't generally get them. Um, uh, oh poor you. Uh, every time <laughs> I like come to work, which is most days, and I'm like, oh, this pimple is so annoying. You're like, right, let me see it. Let me see it. Like you just want to get so close to it. I'm yes. like, please leave me alone. I don't need you staring down the eyes of my pimple. I do. You do. You oh, always. Yes, I don't I think do. you even mean to. You're I just do. like, let me see. Let me see it. I'm like you start sorry, like heavy I'm breathing sorry. and like looking on my face like trying to find it I'm like it's, it's covered in makeup man I know I'm just trying to show you funny. that I'm not repulsed by uh, you thank you you in fact <laughs> attracted to my pimples I wouldn't say that either but like you want to be near them and pop them yeah I do but <sighs> I, I would never but I do want to pop on a, on a significant other of mine if you've got pimples dump them out let me get at them please please let me pop them oh my god and when I get one that's like on my leg where it's like I can really see it and get at it oh yeah and the like pressure is building. That's pop. probably a, you know um, when you can like hear it make hair. a noise and then it like the pus yeah. hits you in the face. Oh my. That's a great day for me. <laughs> you are giddy. Um, what we're talking about? Oh yeah, the uh, political strife in the United States. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think that this is the big popping. This is the lancing of a really ugly boil. That's yeah, been it's been painful, like, really ouchy, like one of those deep ones that are like really within. It's not at the surface yet. It's almost there. Yeah. Let's hope that when it is a pop, that it's satisfying. And you know? that, that we all get to watch it on YouTube over and over again. I mean, like I was optimistic about this year and this new decade, but I think. 21 is going to be a good year. We're just going to keep on saying that every year. Put that, 2022. Put that in the okay, you know what? 2024, it's going to be the year. <laughs> oh, God, I <laughs> no. hope not. No, there's things to be excited about. Okay. Yeah, fully. Um, okay, and one last thing I want to give you and uh, your rag podcast a really big uh, pump because I loved the last episode with our uh, former coworker but lifelong friend, Jade Nixon. Yeah. God, her like honesty in that podcast I found was so wonderful and refreshing. And she's always so like refreshing. That. She's always like that. And her delivery of it too, because you recorded it before she got let go. Mm-hmm. And then, oh God, listening to it, I was just like, God damn, do we let go a good one here. And her yeah. comfortable, her delivery, like she was so on the like precipice of really becoming this next level, really you know, um, achieving broadcaster. Mm -hmm. And you can hear that potential in that podcast when she just was given the freedom to just be herself and express and joke and have all that fun. And I was like, oh, it was really, it was heartbreaking on that level, but also wonderful to hear her have that platform. Yeah, I think podcasting is a 
a good thing for her too because like she mm-hmm. it's it's just so natural like you're saying it's mm-hmm. just like she's the most honest person and yeah. says everything like casually it's like she's not overthinking anything it's just like comes so naturally and yeah the way she talked about broadcasting and how she wants to raise her son mm-hmm. to see her as you know a professional in the field was just like mm. Tear jerk. It was a tear jerker for sure. Especially, yeah. yeah. Um, if you haven't heard already, we did have some layoffs. Um, if you didn't listen to one of our previous uh, podcasts, and it was yeah, COVID nineteen related, yeah. and we had to say goodbye to Jade, our evening host uh, here at the station. And yeah, we had her on the Rag Podcast, which is my other podcast, and you can listen to it on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The Zone yeah. FM slash podcasts. It was good, and also you all tackled the glory hole thing with a little bit of hindsight, which I thought was much more uh, educated than like when we got thrown into the glory hole thing it was yeah. a real flash and then we just talked about it and it was like oh my god glory holes can you imagine but yeah. like you all talked about it in that podcast in a way that was like oh yeah get a plexiglass and cut a hole in it and yeah. you know what I mean it's like there's lots of ways you could really explore a gl- what it's essentially a glory hole yeah. but isn't the like truck stop bathroom classic no. stereotypical glory hole. Everyone was thinking that. I was like, no, you that's know all you who's think of. Is, you know who's on the other end of it. You're not just like putting up a, a, a plexiglass on a random street corner and being like, <laughs> if you want it, have it. No, they're saying, you know, if you want to explore you know, sex in this time with someone that you isn't in your bubble, there are ways around it. You know what? Tell you what, if I was tindering right now, I'd invest yeah. in a plexiglass. I'd have a glory humble room. You, would I'd you? Have a dental dam room. Okay. Instead of walls, just one big dental dam. How wonderful for you to share with us. All right. Well, enjoy this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. Today on the Afternoon Zone, we salute... Great moments in defending partying. We all remember Australian party guy. Um, I don't know, it was just a get-together with a couple of mates at first, and then we thought we might as well just have a bit of a party, and then it sort of just got out of hand. And But I can't be exactly blamed for everything that happened because I didn't do it. Like I've already offered like to say sorry to them and stuff when I see them, so... Now Victoria has a party guy of their very own. I had a party, man. Yeah, not even a party. It was like a hangout. I gave everybody hand sanitizers. I took everyone's name down and I showed the cops that and everything and they did not care. They were like, yeah, you're getting the ticket. This partier looked right in the eyes of a devastating global pandemic and said, shots, 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 shots. Everyone's mad at me for it. Like literally all over BC. And it's just like, I'm sorry. Like wasn't that many people, man. It's not like I had 250 people. So as we have even a conversation ourselves here, Jen, and around Mm -hmm. the office and between our own friendship groups and bubbles and everything about, you know, are things getting too lax and too loose? Mm -hmm. Here in Victoria, there were a few stories over the weekend of certainly things getting too lax and loose, right? Yeah, so last week, uh, officials announced that they would be fining people if they were, you know, not social distancing, having parties inside, things were getting out of hand, uh, because more and more, we just kept on seeing more stories come out, and uh, I guess on Friday, there was a party, a young adult had been issued a $2,000 fine, plus a $300 victim surcharge levy, uh, because they had a party with like 40 to 60 people in a one bedroom apartment <laughs> it was so packed in there that was, there was condensation oh on the window no kidding right? you see hear that and you're like okay that is bad that is not okay not covid friendly at not all. covid friendly that's like on also purpose gross. we're trying to get covid like yeah. used to spit in each other's mouths for chicken pox <laughs> what is that but then in the same residence, the next, on Sunday morning, there was another party that was broken up. I don't know who's having Sunday morning parties, but it was the same resident, residence and they got another fine. Wow. Yeah. I thought I liked partying, Jen, but I guess I hate it. Yeah. Compared to these people who need to party this badly. Yeah. And then we also got a, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, places that uh, COVID had not broken out, but there was a, a positive case at uh, Milestones downtown. One of the... Um, cooks came down with COVID. Uh, so they closed it down and did like a, a thorough clean of the place. And then also Chatters Langford, the hair salon there. One of the hairstylists had uh, COVID as well. So. Oh, shoot. Well, yeah. you know, I hate that 
Because for a long time, it really felt like Victoria, especially like we heard about one or two cases on the island, but it felt like it wasn't even in the mm-hmm. you know capital region. Now it seems like it's here. So great reminder for all of us to uh, really buckle down and really, really be safe, mask up, wash hands, all those things we've been talking about for the past six months. Mm-hmm. And especially partying. I mean, come on, I don't care if you're Spuds McKenzie or Fido Dido or Slurms. Sl- <laughs> Who's the slurm one? The, I have no the big idea. slug. Anyways, love to party. Wim wham, wim, wiggle, wazzle, wazzle. We all like to party, but come on. Yeah. Settle down. Okay, here's a thought I had over the weekend, and I'm asking for Zoner's help right now. I want a knife. Like a camping knife? Like a like utility a, knife? Like a sweet. Yeah, like I have a Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. that I bring camping. It works great for, I don't know. Whatever, cutting open hot dog packages and that. Yeah. <laughs> Clean my nails with it on Sunday morning because they were really dirty from, you know, rooting around in the woods. But I want like a sweet, like a, I think a folding, like a buck knife style. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if there's any zoners who have any tips for me in that way, in that regard. Uh, something that would be good to take camping, but that, you know, maybe just, just carry around with me, whatever. Um, and I want to hopefully support local if, if possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are some tips? What should I be thinking about? I know a guy. Do you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Be sweet if you had a a knife guy. I have a knife guy. Yeah, I got a knife guy. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, But no, I like that you want to support local on that because I'm sure there are some, you know, craftsmen around yeah. here. Is that the word? Knifesman? I, get, <laughs> I don't know. Here. Yeah. Workers. And I want it to look cool too, right? That's mm-hmm. the thing I'm trying to balance. Is like, does it look cool? Is it aesthetically pleasing? Is it what functional? Are you, you going to be like posing with this knife? Like, yeah, check this out. <laughs> Never know. Well, I don't know. If I want to do it for the gram one day, Is that, Jen? Like, what kind of knives are legal to carry? If it's legal, that's a good thing, yeah, too. That's yeah, I don't want any, like, weirdly illegal <laughs> switchblades yeah. or nothing like that. I'm not looking for a butterfly knife. Okay. I'd like I'd like a knife, too, now. Would you really? Sure, why not? Let's yeah. get magic knives. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of information right now. It's, yeah, I mean, I kind of maybe knew this was the case, but uh, that's why I asked for help, really, is that there's a lot to know about knives. Mm-hmm. I was saying I would want to get myself, like, you know, like a folding knife or a camping knife or a hunting knife or, you know, something cool like that to bring out into the woods. I just love how many zoners know a guy. There's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I know a guy, my knife guy. A lot of people happen to know a guy. And I love that, too, because the guy sometimes is like a local artist who makes like really beautiful, unique knives. Or like takes an old knife and makes it all cool and mods it. Yes. Like I'm I'm looking right now at a local Instagram uh, that does knives and tools and uh, stunning. So thank you for all the information. As always, that's helpful, but also have opened my eyes to 10 million more things I didn't know about. (laughs) Yeah. Jen, I know a few people who have had the COVID test now, and yeah. uh, thankfully, all everyone who I know has come back in negative. Um, I've had no reason, no, no even mild symptoms in the last bunch of months here for myself to go and get it. And I kind of, I'm not wishing this, but I, I kind of want to experience because everything I've heard about the COVID test is it's the swab straight up your nose and yeah. like far back there. It's a big swab. And the reaction is, it ranges from... Oh, that wasn't so bad to, oh my God, you're touching my brain. Get it out. This is horrible. And then I've heard people sneeze a whole bunch after it too. Ooh. Yeah. It was just like not fun at oh, all. No. Um, yeah. It's not, you know, not a fun thing that you have to do. So, I mean, another reason to keep extra safe, <laughs> but there is this new type of testing that's happening in the U.S. and it just received emergency authorization to be used uh, from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So this is earlier this week. They've created this thing called Saliva Direct. Mm. It's a cheap saliva-based test. Um, and Whoa. it was developed by researchers at Yale University. So it's gotten the go-ahead in the States, but it is not available in Canada yet. But really all it is, it's so much more simple. Tell you me. just spit in a cup. That's it? Yeah. So they and say that you send the, the cup away? Yeah. And they yeah. say that the difference is that the RNA is collected from saliva and you don't need to use the nose swab. It skips a step uh, because it uses this like widely available enzyme and heat and uh, you don't have to get nucleic acid extract. So going all the way up into your nose and grabbing all that, um, which would be nice. And I'm sure there'd be, you know, a lot more people willing to take tests. 100 percent. Because I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of afraid to go get that swab in the brain because, listen, 
I think we all just want this to be over and we're looking forward to the next big medical innovation to be a vaccine. So mm-hmm. we can just wipe this and put it behind us. But I think even Dr. Bonnie mentioned today it could be up to a year. Yeah. So in the meantime, would love here's my dream test, Jen. Okay. okay. You go to the store and you have them on hand. You buy a box of like ten, you just keep them in the bathroom, okay? You get a sniffle or something, you go in, you take a strip out, you lick it. You wait 10 minutes. Turns purple. That's it, bud. Ugh. You got yourself a COVID. Because guess what? Cold and flu season and sniffle season is on the way. Yeah. There's a lot of us going to be seriously considering, not just like, oh, I've got a tickle, but like with symptoms mm-hmm. and wanting to know. So let's get that quick pregnancy style <laughs> lick strip and let's get that going. Yeah, that would be nice. Zoom experienced partial outages during the first day of school for thousands of students across the U.S. The company began receiving reports of disruptions around 9 o'clock Eastern time. Grad schools, high schools, universities are relying on Zoom and competing technologies to connect during the pandemic. I was going to say, oh, Zoom's down. Everyone get back on Skype. Remember Skype? Man, did they blow that lead. Skype was like the name brand in face-to-face over, yeah. you know, video chat conferencing. And then this pandemic happened. No one had ever heard of Zoom before. And all of a sudden, everyone's on Zoom and no one's on Skype. Yeah. That's what good. happened to Skype? That's a good point. Yeah. I think you can record in Zoom. I think that's something that Skype never had. Mm. That's one thing that I can tell the difference between the two. How hard Same. could that possibly have been to implement? Like, how, I, how do they? It's like very Canucks-esque the way they blew that giant lead. <gasps> That's mean. You're being period. mean to art. <laughs> Weren't we just saying that you need to be nicer to art? I'm and here sorry. you are. I forgot you like the Canucks. Go on. You uh, forgot. <laughs> what a true friend. Mitch says, shout out to all the other apps other than Skype for video calls because Skype sucks. Yay! <laughs> So that's probably why they blew. I don't know. I haven't used. No, it's true. I haven't used Skype in years and years. I'm a, a FaceTime guy, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, then we all went Zoom for pandemic. Mm-hmm. Great shout out, team. They blew it. Hey, Skype. You blew it. You blew it. It's gut check time, Skype. <laughs> They're not advertising with us, right? Right. No, <laughs> okay, I hope good. not. We'll send them the bill, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a really fun weekend. We went on our annual camping trip with friends. And we noticed some big differences between a 25-year-old camping and a 35-year-old camping. Uh, well, the sun is rising. I guess it's time to hit the hay and go to sleep for the night. <sighs> I love waking up with the sun. I'm going to make a campfire coffee and Pop-Tarts for everyone. Good night, Jen. Good morning, Paul. I'm going to die now in this hot tent until noon. Thank you. Quick question for you. Go on. If you were to see a beautiful, luscious apple tree, okay, or a pear tree, or a plum tree, mm-hmm. but the tree was in someone's backyard, but say it was like overhanging on a sidewalk, mm. and like they were just staring at you, right? Would you take a couple fruits? Yes, at least okay. one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would. Does that make <laughs> me a bit of a bad boy? So be it. Yeah, of course I would. Okay. Would you ever? travel into the backyard of someone's house and steal a bunch of apples from their tree? Well, now we're talking about two different uh, crimes, both trespassing and theft, but go on. Okay, because there was a real estate agent in East Van, and they were doing a showing with some clients, but they went into the backyard and completely just picked this pear tree mm. clean. Like, there was no more fruits <laughs> left on this tree. They came back, like, prepared, too. They had bags and bags of fruits from this backyard, berries, pears, all kinds. Wow. And the homeowners saw that there was like twigs on the ground and there was no more fruits and like what the heck happened here was there an animal shut sounds What's like a bear that, sounds right? like bear behavior they yeah. look in their surveillance and it's a real estate agent who was yeah showing their home to potential buyers wow so now this person this real estate agent is getting like you know in trouble reprimanded yeah uh might have to pay a fine uh but the first thing that they want this person to do is just apologize what Hilarious. would you do in this? Hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to know from the real estate agent because benefit of the doubt, maybe they went home and were just like, "Hun, you wouldn't believe, I'm showing this house. They've got all these beautiful fruit trees and they're just letting them go to rot. They just fall on the ground and rot. On the- you know what? 
That's it. I'm going to pick them. I'm going to pick them. Who's going to stop? They're not using them. I'm going to pick them. Right. Maybe that was their rationale. Or maybe they're like, oh, this is this house is going to be sold soon, so right. we got to get rid of those quick. Oh, do you think I that was know. what it was? I feel like they could have asked. What's the proper apology in this situation? So I think the proper apology is to come to the homeowner with, like, the most beautifully baked pie. Yes. With the fruits from their backyard. I feel like that's the only way you could apologize properly. It's really the only way. Lattice top and everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I know Kirsten James is talking about how pumpkin spice lattes are out now. Her like, and every other every person, person in the media. It's the law, in I guess. The world. Yeah, it's actually written in our contract, yeah. our employment contract, that we have <laughs> to talk about it. So here we are talking about it. Um, but what was also announced for Canadian Starbucks is that oat milk is now available, which is just like a double whammy for me. Fantastic. Being, oh, because you get the toots or something fierce, don't you? I get you? the toots and some other fierce things if oh. I don't, you know just do the alternative milk and knowing that pumpkin spice lattes are out now and I can get an oat pumpkin spice latte and I am a white woman <laughs> so it's expected for me to right. do that it's okay. a double whammy today but yeah weren't you saying that like you years ago yes felt uncomfortable even ordering the pumpkin spice latte because it was just so like stereotypical right everyone right. would make fun of you being a little lady getting a pumpkin spice latte but man they're so delicious i can't help myself of course they are and that's really an awful double standard that i would go in there zero <laughs> shame at all have a pumpkin spice latte enjoy myself and who's gonna call me out for that nobody be no like, yeah like, man way to go hey, good job dude like do liking things that you like thumbs up congratulations yeah. i walk up to the till and they're like i already know what you're gonna order it's okay girl yeah I'm like oh that's kind of convenient i guess uh, <laughs> So, I don't know. I, as much as we're, like, just playing into their hands right now, yeah. this was their, like, sneaky maneuver, right? We're going to put it out earlier and earlier. What's going to happen in, like, three years from now? Is it going to be March 1st? And it's like, Pumpkin Spice Latte is here earlier than ever. It does seem like it is coming out earlier. Do you think that they will eventually make it a year-round thing? No, because it's the same as, like, eggnog or candy canes mm. or any of these things that we enjoy seasonally, right? You've got to lock them to their season or otherwise they lose their specialness. And their hype. Yeah, that's and it. Even if a pumpkin spice latte was available all year round, which, by the way, it is. Just oh. order your coffee with cinnamon and nutmeg <laughs> in it. What's the big whoop? But even if it was yeah. available all year round officially, it would just be like, okay, but I'm only going to have one to celebrate the spooky season. Right. Could you imagine if someone, like in the summer, like you're on a patio and someone orders a nice cold glass of eggnog? Going a barf just thinking about that. <laughs> in Alberta, the government has backed development of this new infrastructure for a hyperloop. This is, it's like a imagine a sky train because like, mm -hmm. it's kind of what it looks like. Runs along the side of the highway in the uh, in the like uh, drawing that they've done here to show what it would look like. Concept artist, concept art, but it would go as fast as a plane. Yeah, this would this. They're thinking that it's going to run between Edmonton and, and Calgary, which makes sense. Your two main huge hubs in that, but get you there as fast as if you were flying, but in this like ground-based transportation. Yeah, they're saying you could travel up to one thousand kilometers per hour in this pod. Oh um, my gosh! Um, they're going to start construction. What it looks like, hopefully, in twenty twenty-five. But it kind of got me thinking, like, if this becomes, you know, a thing that we see in Calgary and Edmonton, would it be something you'd want to see in B.C.? Well, and the obvious thing would be the two big boy cities in British Columbia, I guess, is between Victoria and Vancouver. Right. Is that something we want to see? Oh, my gosh. Because everyone's always talking about the bridge from Victoria to Vancouver. Let's build a bridge. But I've given up on the bridge because yeah. the bridge would take just as long or longer than the ferry. Of course, when you have to go through the places, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the, the sweet spots between the island and the mainland. Mm -hmm. But let's well, on a thousand kilometer an hour hyperloop i want to say no i don't want to see that between victoria and vancouver i think that makes it too easy for everyone on the mainland to come over to the island i am one of those people now yeah now that i've lived here for a certain amount of years i'm like this is our island <laughs> 
from these Vancouver Island protectionists. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like not too many people because then we'll ruin it. We don't want too much, you know, development and we don't want it to be too easy to get over here. Right. But I mean, it would be pretty sweet to ride in one of those pods. I just, I love the idea. So I just love it that it, if it crisscrosses the whole continent, you know what I mean? Sure. Oh, yeah. Let's build a wall around <laughs> Vancouver Island and no one comes here. But what about between, yeah, sure. Vancouver and Kamloops or Kelowna mm-hmm. and then on to the Alberta and cities and like uh, what if you can take it all the way across the country Ooh. to Ontario through the mountains at a thousand you wouldn't be able to hour? see anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, the that view speed. would not be nice <laughs> today everyone is celebrating Sean Connery is turning 90 years old yeah when you told me that I was like I can't believe he's 90 years old oh really could you believe it Did you, I thought he was like maybe 70 70 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hope not to get that question on who wants to be a millionaire. How old is Sean Connery? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's a little surprising. Now you know. So people love Sean Connery, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I don't want to talk ill of the '90, but um, oh, are you going to talk ill of the '90? I think I'm going to. I think Sean Connery's a little overrated, honestly. Oh wow. Can I? Well, let's just go through his career here. Okay. Um, everyone wants to say he's the best James Bond. He's a good James Bond, and he's certainly, you know kind of they everyone after him it molds it on his performance mm-hmm. i get that he's the first but i think daniel craig is probably a better james bond oh um let's see here indiana jones's dad eh, that's kind of a hacky device get the dad in there finding forrester more like finding borister oh my gosh he was the voice of a dragon in Dragonheart. Mm. the rock that movie's a mess I watched that movie recently. That movie is an absolute ma- Yeah, he's okay in it, but, like, yikes. Do you know that Sean Connery was almost cast as Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies? Do you think that would have been a good thing for him? No, I think it would have ruined the whole movies. Thank oh God Ian McKellen gosh. got in there. Second choice, Ian McKellen, Oscar-winning performance. And- so, I'm lo- I love Sean Connery. <laughs> it really sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you really love the guy saying all those ill things on his birthday. <laughs> Yeah, I love you, man, but I hated you in this. You were terrible in this. Uh, I don't like you here. You would have ruined this if you weren't in it. <laughs> Those old James Bond movies don't age well either, by the way. Ca- you know what he's okay in is Entrapment. I don't know any of these movies. Catherine Zeta-Jones was in it as well. Yeah, he's pretty good. Look, if I'm wrong, feel free to text in and tell me. But uh... Oh, you're going to get some texts, I'm sure. Okay, well, I'm or maybe people are going to be like, hey, finally, someone's <laughs> speaking out against this 90-year-old man. <laughs> beloved actor of stage and screen finally he's getting taken down a peg good thing is is he would never listen to this radio show so no and i won't make it to 90 very likely Uh, that's that's true (laughs) maybe halfway there now art i was talking some smack about sean connery before but i have to say that when he shows up in robin hood prince of thieves as king richard that's a great cameo oh i forgot about that cameo right what do you what's your smack against sean connery was that your Sean Connery impression? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today is International Dog Day, and us dog owners are celebrating by loving our dogs extra hard. For those of us who don't have dogs, well, we can just pretend to be dogs. Okay. I pooped on a lawn today. True, I picked it up. I've been eating all the chips that Paul drops on the floor. And I'm excited to not have to bend down to pick them up. If it weren't for COVID, I'd be sniffing your butt. Six feet, young lady. Paul refused to hold my leash, so I guess I'm off leash today. (laughs) So pure and wholesome. Right when uh, the uh, Black Lives Matter movement was kind of winding down and was falling out of the headlines and everything, you may have seen this really awful story about a 29-year-old guy uh, named Jacob Blake in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, who was shot by the police. Uh, so especially in that town, Kenosha, mm-hmm. protests and kind of not all the way to well, some violence. Yeah, there's actually another story about a guy who brought a gun and everything. Yeah, so it's like a rough situation that's really flared up. And in the last day or two, what's kind of neat has been that NBA players have turned their entire press conference toward the Black Lives Matter movement. They've deflected every single basketball question back to something about Black Lives Matter. Um, Now, there was some talk this morning that it was going to elevate, and that's why we brought Art in, is because there has been a pretty major development today. Yeah, so it started with the Milwaukee Bucks team, which is from Wisconsin, Wisconsin. So that makes sense. 
they've decided that they were going to boycott their game. They were scheduled to go out earlier today to play the Orlando Magic Game 5 of that series, and they decided to just stay in the locker room, uh, make a stance that uh, until, until there is real justice in Wisconsin for the shooting um, that happened last week, uh, Jacob Blake, that they weren't going to come out and play. So now other teams, the dominoes mm-hmm. have fallen. So now all games have been postponed in the National Basketball Association's playoffs for today. Oh, wow. my gosh. Yeah. Wow, what a powerful statement. And, and and it just shows how much power the NBA has, the players of the NBA yeah, have, right? And, and I was asked earlier today, like, why is this just happening in the NBA? Mm-hmm. And it is because this league, which has always been socially responsive mm-hmm. to uh, black culture, because of look at all the players that are in this league that make up this league. And they have the most power. They've they've shown this in the history of this league. A few years ago, I don't know if you remember, there was an owner who owned the LA Clippers. His name was Donald Sterling. He was caught on tape saying racially insensitive things towards uh, people that worked in that organization. And the NBA players refused to play yeah. until wow. he was taken out. Yeah. Good. And yeah. he was taken out as an owner. And that that can't that hasn't happened in any other league. The so. implications of this, like shutting down the playoffs, um, is going to cost millions of dollars across but so number one that's great that they put their money where their mouth is the players are standing over what they believe in making you know the apparatus that surrounds this game feel it you know that puts pressure on a lot of other people which is good and also it's the right year to do it too because i mean everything's so messed up with covid and they're playing at disney world and all this craziness it's just like yeah, this is a more important thing, and mm-hmm. why not? And we shut all the games down. And we until. all talked about it here, even on this show, this afternoon show. Like, should the NBA, the NHL, should sports come back with all of this happening on the side that is far mm-hmm. more important than this happening? Yeah. And the NBA players had said that before this restart that mm-hmm. they were unhappy with the way things were going socially in that country, and they weren't sure if they should come back and play. So now they are again. You know, taking a stand here. Yeah, the main thing is like they don't want to distract from what is more important. As we were putting some stories together today, we noticed that there is a lot of animal news. So it's, it's time, time for <laughs> afternoon zone animal news roundup. First up, obviously today is Dog Day, National mm-hmm. Dog Day, International Dog Day, or whatever it is. So how wonderful! If you get pictures of your dogs, dump them out. Dump them all over Instagram, whatever. I'm loving today the flood of happy dog faces I'm seeing online. A day to celebrate truly man's best friend. Do you think it's a coincidence that it's dog day during the dog days of summer? Oh, nice. It's not a coincidence, I don't think. Um, This next story just reminded me about Bear Week and how much I miss it. Mm. And I hope one day it makes a big return. Um, I might be the only one who wants that, but I like the Bear (laughs) Week, okay? Well, every year in Alaska at Brooks River, they do this contest to see uh, which bear is the fattest before hibernation. And there's one bear. It's 747, and he is having... Trouble walking. He is so big, and he is on. It's only the end of August, right? Usually they crown it like October, November. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is, you know, in the works to becoming the fattest bear, which is incredible for him. It's really important. I mean, you might think like trouble walking. That's not good, but no, it's good. the The fatter these bears can get off the salmon in the river, and apparently it's a really big year for river or for salmon in the Brooks River. Um, that is better. The better the fatter they are, the better their chances of survival mm-hmm. throughout hibernation. So Way good to for go! you, 747? Bear Seven Get that chonky <laughs> ass. Good for you. Uh, final story here now is that in the uh, Wanda Fuca Strait, noticed in the shipping lanes is a rare white orca. Ooh, cool. So think like spirit bear, mm-hmm. but for killer whales, that's what this whale is all about. Its name is. T-O-4-6-6-B-1-B. Very much like Elon Musk's kid's name. Similar. Yeah. Actually, yeah, very (laughs) much. Uh, This white whale is uh, estimated to be two two years old. It's traveling with its mother and another sibling. And its name, which I think is pronounced Taluk, derived from the Coast Salish word for 
Moon. Oh, I love him. It's really wonderful. Oh, sweetie. Congratulations to all of the news today in mm-hmm. the... Afternoon Zone Animal News Roundup! So there is this Facebook group called the Oak Bay Local, and a lot of really important information gets spread there, but then there's also just people complaining a lot. Oh, yeah, it's Facebook, you know, that's just what it breeds. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this recent photo of those well-known metal wolf sculptures that okay. are at the Oak Bay Marina area. I know them. Yeah. Every time I drive by them, I always think that they're real dogs. And then it takes me a minute to be like, oh, oh okay, they're just metal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but apparently that's a, a very common thing. Um, but someone posted a photo of those with some, I guess it's chalk, like sidewalk chalk, just like scribbled on them. It looked yeah. like a kid just went a little chalk friendly and just started like chalk happy. It just like started scribbling all over these wolves. And then yeah. the outrage in the comments is just uh, pretty funny. People are like, this is graffiti. This is vandalism. Yeah. And it was clearly just like a kid who, yeah, had some chalk in their hand and did some scribbles. What's also the worst thing that like what takes chalk off? A bit of water. Yeah, and those are rusted sculptures, so I think they'll be just fine. Yeah. Um, but then within the comments, there was some interesting uh, information about why these sculptures are there and that they actually serve a purpose. And those sculptures are used in the park to uh, get rid of geese, to kind of scare them away. It's kind of like how here at the station we have that fake bird that makes sounds, uh, like predator sounds, yeah. so we don't get any like seagull poop around the area. Or like uh, there's a bunch of different places, like cardio dealerships and i think even city hall has one i'm obsessed with them it's like a kite that looks like a hawk yeah right and that scares other birds away so that's doing that that scares geese away that's what people are saying i mean that makes sense they definitely look real to me when i'm driving by them how do you feel about having the same cognitive ability to distinguish (laughs) real from fake wolves as our majestic but very stupid National bird of Canada goose, Jenny. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. In technology news, a new device from Amazon called the Halo Health Tracker will, among other metrics, monitor your tone of voice to help guide analysis of your emotional state. Wow, so neat. Yeah, and today on the Afternoon Zone, we've got one here. We're going to try it on Paul. You ready, Paul? Yeah, I sure am. I'll just strap this puppy on. All right, and now just carry on a conversation as normal. Now, Jenny, did you see what was going on elsewise in the news? I'll tell you, it looks like this mare. Is that, um, is that bad? I mean, eh. Now, I know you're a little young to have uh, enjoyed this show in the first run it was on, but remember Home Improvement? I do remember it, but just because I didn't enjoy it. You saw it in reruns and syndication, probably. But just because I didn't enjoy it because I was too young. I remember loving this show, but I think if I watched any of it now, I'd be like, this is awful. Like the best episode, I'd be like, this is trash. All I remember is the... Pretty much the noise. Anyways, uh, them two main guys, Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear, but also Tim the Toolman Taylor, (laughs) as well as Richard Karn, who used to play... I guess his name was Al on the show, mm-hmm. right? The little sidekick guy there who would always be like, I don't think so, Tim. They are going to reunite for a home improvement reality show. A reality show? They will spotlight builders nationwide as they compete to breathe new life into everyday household items in desperate need of fixing. Oh. oh. Uh, I don't think so, Tim. This is going to do that over and over again. Yeah. More power. Ar, 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 ar. I do love I do. home improvement shows, though. Like actual oh, yeah. reality home improvement shows. Oh, I'm, me too. I'm into it. Um, we had some friends recently tell us that a real trick to spice up things in the bedroom hmm? when you're being intimate is to yeah. work in some of those Tim the Toolman Taylor noises. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, at the opportune moment, just right <laughs> when things are getting spiciest, just. <laughs> try that out. Okay, I'll try. I'll give it a try for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, especially you. <laughs> yeah. Earlier this week, or I guess it was over the weekend, the new trailer for the new Batman movie called The Batman came out. <laughs> Looks pretty good. I'm into it. Whatever. Batman. Okay. Um, but we were having this conversation the other day, and it's really I'm really doubling down on this here, Jenny, is that, mm-hmm. do you know the word for a group of bats? Okay. We were trying to figure it out the other day. 
and we figured out that it was called a colony of bats. Not great. And I looked online, though, and I found that sometimes they're called a cauldron of ba- bats, which I like because it gives you a visual of like a big like witch's cauldron and then bats just, you know, flopping out of there. Yeah. Which I like because it's spooky. I like that, too. But I think we can do even better. I think that, you know, bats now mostly synonymous with Batman. The line that everyone loves from uh, this trailer, which is actually like quite a classic Batman line, is this. I'm vengeance. Right? Okay, yeah. Pretty powerful. So this is my idea. We change the name of a group of bats to a vengeance. Oh, right? I like it a lot. But it, maybe it'll give a bat a bad rep. To bats? Yeah. Nah, bats are mostly beloved. Yeah. And Batman certainly is like their... <laughs> Their biggest person. <laughs> mascot. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Guess it does dress up in a okay, costume. I like, okay, I like cauldron and I like vengeance. That's what I'm going to call them from now on. But it's not often I see a vengeance or a cauldron of bats. All right. Yeah. We can do some more traveling around the world. Some bat-heavy populated areas. <laughs> a vengeance of bats. Oh, nice. A cute little vengeance. <laughs> I'm not mad that festivals are gone. I'm like, that's for the greater good. Of course, that would be ridiculous to have a festival right now. Well, yes. Who would do such a thing? I mean, certainly not for like a band that's silly. Well, Smash Mouth did it. A silly band. Um, So there was a Sturgis motorcycle rally, and it was a festival that was held between August 7th to the 16th. And Smash Mouth headlined, which I haven't heard about for a while. Oh, maybe they headlined. Didn't they headline at uh, Lake Town Ranch? Yeah. <laughs> like last year? Yeah, but there were other bands. I don't know if you'd call that a headline. A headline but yeah, close they, enough. They yeah. were on the bill. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the crowd was completely maskless, and it ended up that there were over 100 COVID-19 cases directly um, from that gathering of people for that festival. This lands somewhere between the areas of no guff and no duh. <laughs> Everyone in Sturgis, all you Smash Mouth fans who risk your health and safety to go body. But anyways, um, you you say some and I'll go body. Somebody. Now, listen, I want to talk to you about this because that's a risky and silly and stupid behavior. I Mm -hmm. agree. But I'm nervous tonight, Jen, and I want to get your take on this because I have, and I hope you'll back me up on this for the... Uh, you know, length of this pandemic, been very, very careful, bordering on like paranoid. Mm-hmm. I don't go inside of restaurants. Yeah. Okay, I've got my mask on me constantly. If, if I'm entering anywhere inside, I put a mask on. I social distance. I refuse hugs. People come up to me and try and shake my hand and hug me. Yeah, what are you I doing? I go, no, mm-hmm. sorry, I don't do that. I'm so sorry that you know your loved one has died. I'm not going to shake your hand about it or give you a hug right now. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm that rude about it. Tonight. Kirsten and I are going to see a movie in a movie theater. Okay, interesting. And you haven't done that since before the pandemic. No. Um, This is the thing. So with this festival, there was no safety protocols in place. Um, Everyone, there were people just screaming, F COVID. Like this was a place of people who, you know, didn't really care. Right. Um, With the movie theater that you're going to, what is it? Maybe at a half capacity? Less. Less than half capacity. Oh, yeah. There's like hardly any people going to be there. Everyone's super spaced out. That's right. No popcorn, mask on entire time. I want to get one of those face shields even. I just, I feel weird because I really want to go to a movie theater and watch, mm. we're seeing Tenet. I really want to see this movie. I'm excited for the movie going experience and whatever. But I, I find it is risky and I don't like taking that risk. And guarantee what's going to happen at some point in the movie, someone in the theater is going to get a kernel caught in their throat oh, and give a little. No. <laughs> like somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm going to be like, that's it. I'm out. I'm out of here. Right. It's it's interesting to to at least go and try it. But, um, I mean, it seems like all the safety precautions are in place. And they're they're taking this very seriously. And that's the difference, right? I hope so. I, I hope this movie is good. I hope it's worth, worth it, it for sure. I just feel weird about it. Mm-hmm. And I will be wearing a hazmat suit for your protection tomorrow, Jenny. Okay. Thank you. The Vancouver Canucks released a statement moments ago saying their players, along with the Vegas Golden Knight players, have elected not to play tonight's Game 3 in the name of equality and to protest against the acts of racial injustice. Ryan Reeves, a black player who plays for Vegas, spoke just now. 
great that the NBA did this and the MLB and the WNBA, you know, they have a lot of black players in those leagues. But for, you know, all these athletes in here to take a stand and say, you know what, we, we see the problem too and we stand behind you. You know, I go to war with these guys and I, I hate their guts on the ice, but I couldn't <laughs> be more proud of these guys. It's, mm. uh, you know, the statement that they've made today is, is something that's going to last. You know, these two days isn't going isn't to fix anything, but um, the conversation and, and the statement that's been made is very powerful, especially coming from, uh, from this league. You know, we were talking about it yesterday and with the NHL, you know, slow to react about this. And I guess it kind of just made sense in my mind that the NBA would be leading the charge on this because vast majority of the players are black. That, But I'm thinking now, like, wow, that was a dumb way to think, plus, you know, because now here we have this league that doesn't have majority black players, but is recognizing, and as we all should, how important this is, and to use their voices as well in solidarity with the other leagues. That's a really important thing, and I get the backlash now. And that's what I was saying. I was like, it is more important mm-hmm. for yes. the NHL, which is predominantly white league, to... Be in solidarity with this movement. Yeah. Exactly. So that's yeah, why white people are the ones who need to do the work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, the postponements, of course, come uh, from players protesting uh, racial injustice following a police shooting of a black man in Wisconsin. There's some uh, cool news out of the Royal Canadian Navy. They have announced that they are changing seaman to sailor because it is more gender neutral, which is pretty cool. Makes sense. So instead of able seaman leading and master, it's going to be sailor third class, sailor second class, first class, and master sailor. Oh, really? I'm, I'm happy with it. It's easier to say. Why not able sailor? I like I like the able was right in there. Like this person is able. Oh, that's at a good sea, point. Why right? don't they just say a leading like the, sailor, able sea, sailor? Yeah, just swap out the seaman for the sailor. Ordinary sailor. I didn't know there was an ordinary. Right. Mm. Is the difference between an ordinary and an able one? Is that where the difference is? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, I like it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, sailor. Hey, sailor. Hey, sailor. Hey, sailor. Hey, sailor. Is that it? No, let's keep going. Well, no, how long I do we have here? Two more minutes here. of this. Come on, just. <laughs> no, but I'm on board with that name change. Absolutely. Now mm-hmm. it's just the one thing. <laughs> you okay? You just punched the plexiglass. I know. I was giving you the like. I was giving you a snap and a point, double point action, and this pandemic is really messing with my vibe. I'm, just pe- I'm trying to flail. And there's plexiglass everywhere. It's great for me. You tried to throw a, a pen at me the other day, and the plexiglass caught it. Oh my and god! I flinched so hard. No, yesterday I like knowing the plexiglass was there. I wound up hard with a, a rubber band and it shot it right at your face. I was like, hey Jen, shot it right at your face. You flinched so hard. Like, kid, there's a plexiglass here. What are you thinking? I'm so thankful for plexiglass right now. I wouldn't have done it to you otherwise. Yeah, you would have. Of course you would have. Oh, my God, no. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. And I'm Paul Bacino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like... Technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye! Bye.